0: and be as
1: sensitive as you can be blessed be the name of the lord hallelujah Mm -hmm. i'd like you to be seated be very prayerful while you are seated be very sensitive let your heart be open because of what the lord will be doing tonight we are shifting deeper into this mystery that i'm showing you And I have already seen that which the Lord will be doing tonight. And that's why I'm saying be sensitive in your spirit. Hallelujah. Father, tonight, in the name of Jesus, we pray that your power, your light, your grace will prevail over us. We pray that your word will dispel every darkness. Let there be such a demonstration of the power of light over darkness. I pray Oh God that age-long captivities will come on their knees tonight open us to the mysteries of the Spirit let there be a performance in the name of Jesus Christ Mm. Hallelujah! let me just make one or two announcements and then we'll go into the Word of God tonight's word will come with fire fire every time most times when the Lord wants to reveal to me how the meeting will be he will use one of the emblems of the supernatural to signify what he's doing and while I prayed I saw fire that's what I saw fire is one of the elements of the supernatural they are there are five elements self with there is the earth there is light there is water and so doing great things tonight and we bless God for the worship team and that which they did tonight. Please take it high for me. We started a series last week examining the subject of deliverance. And um, in an attempt to scorn at the subject, have become victims of what only this subject can set them free from. And like the dear lady shared when she was here. And then others, um, in an attempt to focus on it, have pushed it beyond its boundary of relevance and their whole lives regardless of supposed deliverance does not show anything around the victory of christ so there is always a need to put everything in context are we good tonight hold hands while you're seated and let's just pray in the spirit to open up our capacity for spiritual understanding shabla kato balados We pray in the spirit so that our spirits will be alive and our minds will be receptive to the truths of God's word. Let the scroll be opened. Let the mysteries be unveiled. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Tonight we are going to be looking at the subject of deliverance and then I will be sharing with you we started last week I'm just giving you the course content for tonight's discussion we'll be looking at the subject of deliverance and then we'll also revisit again what I call access points helping you to understand the gateways that authorize darkness please listen you're listening for yourself you're listening for your families and for those following online regardless of what your perspectives are about the subject of deliverance give me a chance To bring you the word of God. And let's look at it together. Uh, As always we are allowed to vet the quality of whatever is being communicated. And to receive that which we believe is right. But it's important to at least give a chance. There are people once they hear they leave. They don't even wait. They just close their hearts. And um, it's, it's going to be a dangerous experience. If you just shut your heart at any dimension and any matter of the kingdom because jesus himself addressed this subject so let's give ourselves a chance to be built by the word of god i will be teaching on levels of satanic influence that will be the third discussion as god grants us grace i'll do my best to see that we end on time so that we can rest we have a lot already tomorrow levels of satanic influence or satanic activities would look at it and then if God grants us grace and the time we're able to manage time well we will look at the flesh praise the Lord Obadiah chapter 1 there's just one chapter and verse 17 let's begin our teaching for tonight Obadiah one and verse 17. but upon mount zion shall be deliverance it's amazing where deliverance was meant to happen it was not meant to happen outside then if delivered you come to mount zion the fact that you experience deliverance is proof that you are standing upon mount zion are we together so this already tries to settle a very wrong notion that deliverance and etc should happen outside of the church outside of where god is then when you are delivered you now come God's system has always been come as you are and then you are made into what he wants you to be. So upon Mount Zion shall be deliverance and there shall be holiness and the house of Jacob shall possess their possessions. We began last week by saying that there is a relationship between the mystery and the ministry of deliverance and obtaining your possession. Notice from this scripture, The Bible says it is their possession. So it is not a possession that is someone else's and then it will be given to you. It is your possession. It is your inheritance. Are we together? So there is no doubt to the fact that it is is allotted already for you. But in order to possess it, although it is your possession, being your possession is one thing becoming a possessor of your possession is another thing are we together so um, this is a very good platform to begin tonight's teaching the Bible says the house of Jacob shall possess their possession that means it is possible that they do not possess their possession it is your possession it is your inheritance but to come into the experience of that possession the bible says there is something that happens and that's what we are discussing what is deliverance let's discuss that subject what exactly is deliverance the bible is full of texts that talk about deliverance from the old testament the gospels the epistles and even in the book of revelation so what exactly is deliverance let me give us a foundation and then I will give you my definition now the first thing I want you to know about deliverance please look up before you write is that um, generally deliverance has to do with a system of rescue a system of freedom from maybe bondage danger I'm giving you the overall scope Every time we mention the word deliverance, it has to do with a system that provides rescue, a system that provides freedom from bondage, from danger, and generally speaking, from evil. Every time we talk about deliverance, it has to do with rescue, it has to do with emancipation, it has to do with freedom from any of these three bondage, danger. And then generally speaking evil are we together let's look at two scriptures exodus chapter 6 and verse 6 exodus chapter 6 and verse 6 i hope i'm right it says wherefore say unto the children of israel i am the lord and i will bring you out the word bring you out there is the word "deliverance." I will deliver you from under the burdens of the Egyptians and I will read you out of their bondage and I will redeem you with a stretched out arm and with great judgments. So we see different expressions here that relate to deliverance. The Lord is saying, I will bring you out from their burdens. I will read you out of their bondage. I will redeem you. With an outstretched arm and with great judgment why this is because of what happened in chapter 1 and verse 11 let's go to chapter 1 and 11 same exodus chapter 1 and verse 11 it says therefore they did set over them taskmasters God advocated it or certain people that represent pillars to the body most of them had the understanding but most of us just receive it as head knowledge and we teach it in bible schools so most believers just have the chaff of that knowledge there is no substance that backs up their conviction are we together so darkness is powerful paul is not ashamed to tell us in fact here's how jesus said it he said behold i give you power are we together that's luke 10 19 can we just run there and then return back to Colossians? Luke chapter 10 and verse 19. Behold, I give you power. Listen, the word power there is not the Greek word dunamis. It's the word exousia. is the word authority, right? Uh, it's, it's, a, it's an authorization to legislate rather than the ability to by yourself cause change. Are we together? Behold, I give you exousia, authority, to tread upon serpents and upon scorpions and over how many all the power jesus himself is acknowledging that the enemy has power but that he has given you an ability to manifest and legislate above that power and then he says nothing shall by any means hurt you the only reason why nothing shall hurt you is because you are operating. i hope we are together who hath delivered us from the power of darkness And then the Bible says, hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son, 14. In whom we have redemption through the blood, even the forgiveness of sins. So he's telling us the basis for that translation. That the the possibility to be translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of God's dear son has happened on the basis of redemption and that by the blood. Are we together now? So salvation is a form of deliverance. The salvation that has been given believers today that we enjoy. The Bible does not just call it redemption alone. The Bible calls it deliverance. What then is deliverance? Write this down. I did my best to scrabble an intelligent definition that will capture everything that I believe the word of God um, says about deliverance. So let's, let's try and see if my definition makes sense. Ready? Deliverance is a system for experientially establishing the victory and the authority of christ or jesus christ don't worry take it gradually i will repeat myself deliverance is a system for experientially establishing the victory and the authority of jesus christ i'm going to continue i'm just breaking so that you're right let's take it again deliverance is a system For experientially underline the word experientially establishing the victory and authority of Jesus Christ can I continue over Satan comma demons and all the powers of darkness concerning our lives a system for experientially establishing the victory and authority of Jesus Christ Over Satan, demons, and all the powers of darkness. Over Satan, demons, and all the powers of darkness concerning our lives. By this definition, we see that deliverance for a believer and the scriptural approach to deliverance is... Much more than the activity of physical exertion like a present day fight. Deliverance is concerned with establishing, making a reality that has been finished to become your experience here and now. Are we together? So that deliverance is a system for experientially establishing the victory authority of Christ Jesus over Satan demons and all the powers of darkness concerning our lives I wrote something small here that deliverance um, and then by extension spiritual warfare for the believer in Christ today is about establishing and manifesting victory rather than fighting for it listen carefully our approach To the subject of deliverance and spiritual warfare has to do with establishing and manifesting victory rather than fighting to create it it's important that you have this understanding and this revelation alone will make all the difference in your approach to the subject of deliverance and the subject of spiritual warfare that you and I should approach the subject of deliverance from a perspective that seeks to establish and manifest the victory that is already wrought through the substitutionary sacrifice of Christ rather than an attempt to physically exert energy to fight and win as though it was a product of your own I think this is this in itself. I can dwell all night explaining this because this may be the reason why many, many well-meaning individuals and by extension deliverance ministries get little or no victory out of the, the abundance of the physical exertions. Many of us here may be victims of that experience. So, we're not talking about a state here where you fight for victory in terms of physically confronting Satan one-on-one as it were. I will tell you where that revelation came from. Are we blessed? So, self after me, deliverance for the believer has to do with establishing and manifesting authority over darkness rather than fighting for it are you getting the point now let me dramatize something here please come doctor come watch this you stand here and um, hold my book this is your inheritance this is your possession please look up i want to dramatize something that will help us you stand here And then, ah, they're all ladies. Where are the gentlemen? Sam, come. This. The Bible says, and you have to understand, this is where I think many people find confusion. When the Bible, when the Bible, from the standpoint of eternity, he does not speak as if he's talking within the frame of time. Are we together? So in the speakings of God, He expression of completion, which is not a lie, but then the dynamics of converting the prophetic realities that have been finished in Christ to now become the experience of the saints is where there is confusion. Are we together? So the Bible tells us from the foundation of the earth, the lamb was slain, but there are still people going to hell today. we together if the lord is to talk to you now if you were to see jesus jesus will look at you and tell you you should not be crying financially because you are walking in abundance that's how he talks but then you will think that he's being rude and sarcastic to you because at the point he's talking to you you may not even have five naira he cannot speak otherwise his his viewpoint spans he's not dimensional in his approach if he breaks himself to be dimensional it's an act of his are we together that's why he's called Alpha Omega the one to help us comprehend he is both the beginning and the end so to him there is nothing like beginning and end in his dimension that does not exist are you getting my point now so God can speak to you and say Emeka finish the house by tomorrow whereas you don't even have land that's God speaking Emeka finish the house by tomorrow and as at the time he's talking your landlord is waiting with a policeman in front of you and God will never talk about the landlord Emeka I have given you your house and your key you will even see it in a vision God giving you key and you say thank you and then wake up from the vision with a a rude knock from the door by an angry landlord now how do I reconcile what I have seen because God will not change he speaks once it is only you that hears twice. The first hearing is the hearing of the flesh. The second hearing is now the hearing of the spirit that brings understanding. Once have I spoken, but you need to hear twice because the first hearing is from a carnal point. But then the Holy Spirit now helps you to have the ear that the Bible says, He that hath an ear, the second kind of ear, you now hear from the spirit. The hearing that brings understanding. That's why the Bible says, Faith comes by hearing. But there is a superior hearing hearing now not just by your senses by the Word of God are you understanding what I'm teaching you now so this guy is now confused and he's saying in the realm of the spirit the Lord spoke to me and said I have given you abundance yet nothing is happening and then the Lord appears to you and you are trying to say oh Lord look at all the demons and the witches then the lord tells you something like my grace is sufficient or my victory is still in force and you wake up and you are like oh god how can you be speaking like this whereas in experience that's what paul was trying to teach the church in hebrew he was quoting from psalm 5 what is man that thou art mindful of not the son of man that thou visitest him the bible says you have made him lower than elohim Are we an honor? You have set him above the works of your hands, and that in doing that you did not leave anything under his feet, but he creates a dimension. He said, But as it is today, we do not yet see experience. So you must be able to balance between the prophetic communications of the spirit, the prophetic communications of the word, and the experiential, otherwise, you will die like a chicken quoting the word of God. Between the prophetic speakings of God and the manifestation in your life, there is a mystery that connects them. And those who have this are the ones who become possessors. It is your possession in Christ. But it takes an understanding of what to do to make it your possession here. Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled. Where? It never said in your life. Thy word is settled in heaven. It will take engaging these mysteries to make the word settled in your life. Ah, your help has come. This this is already a deliverance for someone. Because for many years you kept jumping. Oh, Jesus said it is finished. Everything is alright, wonderful, amazing. My life is full of beauty and glory. You are not lying. But after 10 years, 15 years, your father said this thing, and while he was saying it sickness was eating him up till he died I, I don't want you to feel bad i'm not trying to be sarcastic are we together you said this yourself and after 10 years there's nothing in your life that demonstrates the victory of christ and some out of that frustration would just say this is a lie no it's not a lie forever your word is settled but to know how to make it our experience one of the mysteries that have been allocated by the wisdom of god to make spiritual realities that are established in the Christ to manifest in our life is called the mystery of deliverance. Are you getting the point now? It is not the only kingdom mystery. I've taught you many of them. We are approaching one of them. Now, this gentleman wants to possess his possession. He's read Obadiah chapter 1 and verse 17. He's believed Are we together now? Because the Bible says whoever believes our reports The arm of the Lord will be made manifest in his life Now this brother believes But every time Standing between him and that inheritance Just turn to face me Sam Is an obstacle This brother has read in the Bible That we have been translated Colossians 1 But he's seen something that is Is a cause in his life Watch this This guy knows the word of God I hope you understand that He has believed he's a worker in church. And he has seen that every time people get to the edge edge of breakthrough, something happens. Now he said in the name of Jesus, I don't believe this. I am exempted. And to his shock, regardless of that confession, his life is still a victim of it. That thing happens as if the thing didn't hear him. Hmm. Are you getting what I'm saying now? Please listen very carefully. Okay? This guy comes from a family where everybody is barren. I'm sorry. Sorry for this. Are we together? Everyone is barren. And now he makes up his mind. No! It is God that makes everyone a fruitful... I mean, he can make the wilderness to be fruitful. You know, children are a heritage from the Lord. Now he has confessed that. He has done that well. And it is true. But in experience, now he gets married and to his shock he finds out that his wife cannot get pregnant and he says no the devil is just joking let me just release my faith and you watch what happens one month becomes one year becomes two years becomes decades becomes 20 years and the man is angry by 75 and he's no longer believing in Jesus and when you come to him as a zealous young man what giant from coinonia man of god since I was blind, say if you don't get out of here, I will slap you. I spent 60 years forcing the world to walk. My conclusion is that God, alongside all the scammers called preachers, are liars. Some of us, that person I just described may be your father, may be your mother. They will show you pictures of them and Reinhard Bunker when he was young and tell you, I tear it in your presence and say, I don't believe all that junk again. The frustration that comes you come from a family that is full of poverty and goodness you found the truth and you are happy you are rejoicing over it and all of a sudden you find out that you are now a graduate and your elder sisters are looking at you and say we graduated 15 years ago none of us the highest among us just got a contract job for one week and it was over and you come and say it's because you know how arrogant we are young people when we are just touching revelation we mock at others and laugh and say oh sisters it's because of the church you are going to me I'm going to Koinonia Wait and see what happens then you are a graduate and you celebrate the first Christmas as a graduate with no job it touches you and you pretend I no, not know I think God is working something powerful After you dance and sing and do what you know to do. By five years, you now sit with them in a discussion. So this this thing is true. This is why my mother was not happy. This is why my father was not happy. This series is saving you, many of you. Many of you are already going through what I'm saying now. And if you don't open your eyes and your ears to listen to the way out, you will be very frustrated. How about men of God? like our sister shared who come from terrible families with idol worship and then they get born again filled with the Holy Spirit and begin to walk in strange miracles and start a ministry and say oh, you used to be from a family of idol worship now I'm free and the guy begins his ministry after five years he finds out that the members go down everything goes down an attack comes on him and the ministry and he goes to tell his uncle and the uncle laughs and say, why do you think I stopped being a pastor? Because I was once a pastor. Were you told? You say no. Say so, well, let me educate you. I was once a pastor. The crusade that happened in this city, I was the chairman organizing committee. The same thing that happened. You would try to argue and say, uncle, cool, my own is not like your own. He said you. He say it's the same thing. Is there? And then many of you now, just like I was, stand and you are confused. You say no, no, let me go back to the Bible, and you still see it there. And hath translated us from the kingdom of darkness, and hath translated us not will translate, and hath translated us. Many of you rush and come to us, men of God, and say, Sir, I read here, and hath translated me. I believed everything you said. Why is my life like this? Listen to what we tell you you don't have faith, or you really don't believe it. I, if you be, look at me, I'm rich, I'm entering a jeep. So he said, I'm okay. Money can deceive to think just because you have a Jeep and you have a nice watch, you are free. No, there are many other dimensions. You don't have to be delivered to be rich. There are many people under yokes of darkness that are millionaires. So be careful, lest you use money the reason is because money has a very funny way of making your needs met, so it just because you don't see any obvious need, yet you are free. We have used money for a long time in the body to mean that I am free and say, What's the proof? Look at my estate, look at five cars, look at a flourishing church. Does that look like someone under oppression? I, 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 I. Rebeniza hey Ay, 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 ay Rebeniza, hey my help us Ay, ay, ay Volumes of books. I went to almost every bookstore I could find. And gathered books. I read books to prepare myself. On fire. I was seeing the power of God move through my life. I was having encounters. And then to my greatest shock. In the midst of that spiritual height. Demons come to me. Regardless. I mean I started quoting scriptures from secondary school. would receive awards there were 52 scriptures if you could quote they would give you an award I don't know how many times I got that award and you would think how then should I hide the word in my heart to quote 52 scriptures every year new ones I'm not talking of old ones I could quote chapters of the Bible and here comes demons into my room and I'm shouting in Jesus name the blood of Jesus they are not moving i'm saying in the name of jesus i'm a child of god and they are not moving (sighs) who will i tell this who will believe me god are you have you suddenly become weak listen when you see me just stand to talk and demons are crying find out what happened i want to show you where the problem is These demons will press my neck the anointing didn't leave me the anointing is still there the same way Elisha died of sickness with the healing anointing still in his bones why didn't the anointing walk while he was deteriorating to death yet the anointing raised a dead body who didn't have faith the dead body was not begging please raise me just it came in contact with bones is largely incomplete this series is to give you the balance you hear testimonies of people already ha- look at the pastors with their churches look at the gentlemen that came someone from US just gets up another person just sends 4.5 you think the person doesn't have relatives in need doesn't he have brothers and sisters who are looking for 30,000 and he can't help them and then come somewhere I told you you're... just
0: follow
1: me by now, this brother is frustrated. Oh, God, give me my possession. And he comes and he says, Man of God, I'm still waiting. And I say, Don't worry. Abraham waited 25 years. What, what are you complaining about? You're a small boy. Come on. Just be paid. And I start getting angry. You are getting rude. You are challenging my anointing. My anointing is angry with you. I will curse you. You see that? And the brother leaves me quietly and goes back. And he knows something is wrong. not being sarcastic I love the body listen carefully there must be an answer to this that answer is what will bring about the experience of possessing your possession that even even the critic in your life will know that the hand of God this brother has caught this This sister has caught this. I prayed to God, eh, and I told God, I said, by the time, Lord, we finish this series, let us hear of testimonies that people will stand up and say, no, this is, this is. If not because the person sharing it is there, we will think it's a lie or stage manage. I told you last week, you can know deliverance has happened to a person and a family by the speed that's when you know that those realities have been piled up in the spirit for many years and is usually an avalanche overnight doors liftings all kinds of things happen do you believe that a woman who should have had six children and has been barren for six years or for 10 years or 20 years You think it's one child that will come at once? Right! By the time God shifts that barrier, you will be surprised. The kind of testimonies that will surprise you. You believe that a man that has been grounded by witchcraft for decades, the only testimony he will get is a new job that gives him 30,000. When will he recover? No! That's not the kind of testimony that follows deliverance. The kind of testimony that follows deliverance is a sign and a wonder. God makes a statement that I can in delivering you restore the years the canker worm, the palmer worm you should be married 20 years ago but then I move and give you triplets, two times six children at once but upon mount Zion there shall be deliverance whatever it is and when that happens the sons of jacob shall possess their possession hallelujah so this brother is standing then he takes an aggressive step watch this and then his eyes is open in the spirit watch this and he sees a spirit appear to him and tell him you will never make it but the bible says behold i give you power so satan where did you even get the audacity to show up in my room remember your room is anointed remember there's a bottle of anointing oil in that room don't forget remember there's a communion set in that room are you getting what i'm saying remember while the demon is talking to you a bible is on your bed have you forgotten Sometimes a worship song is even playing, yet he shows up, no invitation, he didn't knock the door and talks nonsense to you, and all of a sudden he leaves. Who will I tell this to? I can't tell Apostle because I'm, I will keep quiet, and that's how many of us have been keeping quiet. As a man of God, you finish preaching in a crusade and go back in the night, and a spirit comes to molest you 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 get up in the morning who will i tell this embarrassing thing and while you are sitting someone comes for counseling counseling number one man of god there is a demon that comes to sleep with me every night you almost want to run away because that's your own experience too it will shock you that you will lay hands on the person and he will start manifesting and be free and you just wave the person and then return back and say my god now oh god who will deliver me Ay 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 ay, Help,
0: ay. ay 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 ay
1: ay come! Hallelujah! Please go and sit down, guys. Let's talk now. why why does it look like there is a an extreme difficulty for the saints to make manifest the realities remember the Bible says he that did not spare his son are we Bible students that he that did not spare his son but offered him up for us will he not with him freely freely mark the word freely give us how many things Then the Bible says that they that have received the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness, what is their heritage? They shall reign. Yet we do not see this thing happening. That means something is wrong. So deliverance. Is one of the mysteries that was allocated by the wisdom. Remember the Bible says that it should be made to principalities and powers the manifold. Not one fold, Manifold. The multifaceted wisdom of God. Deliverance is one of the expressions of the multifaceted wisdom of God. So deliverance is concerned with experientially establishing and manifesting the victory and authority that we have in the Christ rather than physically fighting for it let me tell you where this fighting mentality came from and of course the Bible says we should fight the fight of faith and all of that but I mean this kind of fight have you seen people go to sleep and they tell you ah I I fought and this and in a dream you saw yourself fighting the victory was almost there are we together then somebody woke you you get up with anger and annoyance and say i was about to to stab the last snake and you woke me what kind of you are you are a wicked person watch this and then you go back to sleep again and sometimes the battle continues it is because of the way spiritual things act themselves That we have believed that just because in a dream or in a vision, are we together? Some of you even wake up from that encounter feeling physically exerted. So, because of that scenario of acting, we now believe that warfare is about physically trying to fabricate victory regardless of what you see or the way the expressions come in the spirit the word of god remains true that christ has won the victory are you are you with me now that's where the confusion comes from and especially for those who walk very strongly in the prophetic ministry they have helped in no way to amplify this com- this com- this confusion because what you see if not balanced with mental transformation and a good word base you will confuse people i can stand right now and make a stand and look at doctor in a vision and in that vision i can be seeing him inside a pit are we together and now i say doctor you are in a pit it's not a lie but that is just a prophetic symbolism to mean bondage are we together by the time I engage in whatever mystery the victory may show as him coming out from the pit so over many years of seeing different scenarios I may now write a book or I may now propose a theology Are we together? Where people now start physically fighting to manifest their victory. And this is why Satan reigns over us. Because he's a master of the sense realm. He knows that what you can see will challenge you. Let me ask you a question. What happened to you last week with your night prayer? Are you not shocked at the level of attack that amplified? You see that it happened for many of us, right? I told you it will happen. Because Satan is the master of the sense realm. You wake up in the night and sleep and go back and the same experience of them oppressing you supposedly happens again. Some of you, as soon as you finish, you went back. In fact, for some of you, that activity has been on break since you, you became serious with God. But now that you just started a little prayer, all of a sudden it came. Now let me tell you, Satan will use your senses and tell you the word of God claims this. If God were so powerful, where is it? Then you will now dance to the realm of the senses and say, Kai, that means, let me go back to sleep. In Jesus' name, I must go back for the battle to come. You are already defeated. There's no possibility of victory under that condition. In this kingdom, the only instrument, listen carefully, the only the saints don't fight is the warfare of taking advantage of the forces of the spirit allocated to us the force of the word the force of the blood the name of jesus and all of these mysteries listen very carefully to enforce i repeat enforce if the purpose of your engaging those things is to create a physical fight you are defeated already the devil will eat you up and, and spit you Watch this. Jesus is standing, haven't walked on water to come. Peter says, If it be thou, listen carefully now, bid me come. And Jesus says, Come. Peter gets up and started walking on water. Are we together? Now, do you think while Peter was walking on the water, the water stopped being boisterous? It still continued. But it's just that because his focus was on Jesus. Are we together? that connection. So the power that kept him on that water was not in his legs. It was on the gaze of Jesus. Are we together now? The moment Peter didn't stop walking on water, he only shifted his gaze to somewhere else and his legs started going down. For as long as his gaze was on Jesus, whatever the storm did. Now, his looking at Jesus did not suddenly make the water quiet. It was still boisterous, but he was surprised that the water was not moving him. The element for the victory was his connection with the eyes of Jesus. Not his ability to walk well. For as long as his legs remained, but he turned his attention. The Bible said he saw. That's what Satan wants you to see. Satan is a master over the sense realm. If he can deviate your focus to make you see the bulkiness of the challenges, he will bring your faith down and strike you in a way that will affect you. Are we together? God bless you thank you doctor we discussed access points last week that biblically speaking there are three main access points systems of authorization that satan uses that demons use all occults, all spiritism and any kind of extra physical manifestation of evil Thrives upon these three platforms. Number one, covenants. Covenants. We discussed it last week. I'm just giving us a quick review. Number one, covenants. A covenant is the most powerful of the three. Because I told you that a covenant is a system of authorization. And that system of authorization can go beyond an individual. That's what makes it powerful. My obedience may affect me alone. Are we together but a covenant can allow me to do something um, look at this dr. Shawn is here with his wife Shade are we together if I ask doctor and I say sir I want to come to your house and he says no then I turn to his wife and say Shade I want to come to your house and she says yes the covenant of marriage are we together if obeyed properly, I have a right to come to that house. And if he quarrels me and say, I thought I did invite you, I say, no, your wife, who has also become one with you, allowed me. You see why covenants are powerful? Because when you see Satan all certain things about you and comes, it's because he knows someone else you are connected to has authorized him. Are you getting what I'm saying now? The same way in Israel today I am not aware of many Israelis who have come by themselves to call upon Jehovah the God of Abraham Isaac and Jacob in fact if you go to visit Israel those who take Christians on a tour the Jewish people are shocked that Christians are crying when they see some of these monuments to them is tourism they are waiting to be paid and the city just comes. So this is the cave where my Savior laid. And you kneel down, and the Jew there is in shock. What kind of people are these? You are being emotional, You go near the wailing wall, and you are crying and wailing for your sins, and choking prayer points at the. Wall. And the guy is waiting for you to finish and just pay him his money. Yet, in the midst of it, you try to kill that Israeli, and a covenant he's not aware of will arise and defend him. What kind of unfair thing is this? They farm on a mountain that should not grow. Yet there is something that makes the earth to increase to them. Remember that person doesn't believe in Jesus. Yet when God looks at them, he sees Abraham and sees the covenant. The most feared nation on earth. A little nation, but indestructible. By a mystery that even themselves they cannot understand. The rabbinical institutes have spent decades studying what is the secret behind the immunity of the nation of Israel. Israel is my firstborn. God has made a covenant with the firstborn, the apple of his eyes. That he will kill and slay any nation because of a covenant. And it's an everlasting covenant that he has made. so when your grandfather was draining the blood of a goat near fire you were in the loins of prophecy but then he was saying look protect us and we contract this entire estate to you watch this then all of a sudden like i said last week some white missionaries from america just came and they said what are you guys doing they say for 150 years we have been serving this shrine say no, no we bring you good news of glad tidings Jesus has come, this is old. we present to you Jesus and then you embrace the gospel of salvation and you felt that peace in your heart you were happy you were glad, I have received Jesus, two weeks later the missionaries started dying one by one, remember they are the ones who got you born again And you were happy. Two weeks later, your farm stopped producing as usual. Your peace was still in you. You were happy. And you loved Jesus. Then you decided to come together to pray. And while you prayed and prayed and prayed, you just found out that one of your child started running mad on the street. Listen, brothers and sisters. There are seven gospels Jesus left with the church. I'm not about to preach it now. But the gospel of salvation is only one of them. There is the gospel of the kingdom. It is the gospel of the kingdom that reveals to you the keys of the kingdom. They are not called the keys of salvation. It is the gospel of the kingdom. How you engage these mysteries to manifest that which is finished from the foundations of the earth. I hate to be a bearer of bad news. But it's just that many of us are not honest enough to look at our lives and look at our dear parents and look at our siblings one of our dear ladies she might be here I remember it was during was it during Christmas or early New Year this year her mother and and, and I'm sorry to just have to talk about it but her mother a godly woman was standing in church sir just like everybody wonderful woman of God in the presence of everybody looking at her in the house of God with the anointing of the Spirit she fell down face forward in the presence of everybody and died right there prayer warriors came and prayed and prayed and prayed and nothing happened while that would happen her father paralyzed completely paralyzed completely in this place I'm not talking of another place when I heard that I said this is it this is it I must teach this this year this is it now do you know the family of that lady will almost beat you if you go to them with arrogance and say ladies and gentlemen look I don't know what you believe but that lady I think there are few people I know that pray like that lady in terms of consistency of the spiritual discipline of prayer what could be wrong what are we not seeing when jesus walked the earth it was not like that the invincibility of his victory was incontestable what is wrong with our understanding covenant number two i taught us that the second access point is ignorance don't forget ignorance ignorance is a force in the spirit just like faith ignorance is a force it can cause things to happen in fact the bible calls a certain class of the demonic organogram rulers of darkness that means their domain of dominion is every time there is lack of illumination when they come to a life or they come to a physical territory where there is lack of spiritual illumination their dominion is activated they are called rulers of the darkness of this world not another world so they search for everywhere there is darkness in this world and that becomes their jurisdiction of authority Archbishop Benson Idahosa was explaining The power of light and its ability to conquer darkness and he said that there was darkness in a land it was a story there was darkness in a land for many weeks and the people in that land went to the Sun to complain s-u-n and they said son please help us there is darkness in our land and the Sun said you mean it darkness everywhere said yes and then it said the Sun said okay I'm coming to see the darkness and when the Sun came there for three weeks and found out there was no darkness he said I've been you people are wasting my time I've been here for three weeks and I can't find the darkness and they said for as long as you are here the darkness cannot come so there is light the light shines the light shines notice the Bible never says the light appears in darkness <laughs> it is not the appearance of light that takes away darkness it is the shining it is the shining not just the appearance the light shines in darkness the light shines in darkness and the darkness comprehended it not are we together number three disobedience disobedience having the readiness to judge all obedience all disobedience when your obedience is complete disobedience authorizes the gates of darkness gates of hell to prevail over the saints. very quickly let's look at levels of satanic influences blessed be the name of the Lord is God speaking to someone tonight there are three main levels of satanic influences and that also includes the levels of satanic influences over the saints There is a dimension of satanic influence that cannot happen to you when you are in Christ. But there is a dimension of satanic influence that you can still be a victim of even though you are in Christ. Let's look at it very quickly. Number one, the first level of satanic influence and activity over mankind and creation is deception. Write it down. Deception. The first level of spiritual attack over anyone at all is deception and this dimension can happen to both a believer and an unbeliever it was Paul who was speaking um, um, which of the church now help me it says Galatia the church in Galatia it says "Oh, foolish Galatians who has bewitched you he was talking to believers are we together the word bewitching there does not have to do with drinking blood and eating flesh to bewitch or witchcraft in this context means to cause a man to err using the tool of deception are we together? so who has caused you to err by proposing a deceptive theology to you let's look at a few scriptures very quickly 2 Peter chapter 2 we'll read verse 2 verse 12 and verse 13 if we can run through it very quickly 2nd peter chapter 2 we'll we'll read verse 2 verse 12 and 13 media please help us 2nd peter chapter 2 and then we'll look at revelation chapter 12 and verse 9 the bible says and many shall follow their pernicious ways deceptive ways by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of the Bible is talking of a kind of deception here are we together now I don't want to go into other uh, more modern versions so that you see what pernicious there is but just know that he's speaking within the context of deception here go to verse 12 please 12 and then 13 it says but these Paul is really, I mean, Apostle Peter here is really angry. And he's using an expression that uh, may even be considered offensive. He said, but these, as natural brute beasts made to be taken and destroyed, speak evil of the things that they understand not. Speak evil of the things that they understand not. He says, and shall utterly perish in their own corruption that means that believers have been made to be deceived by the arrogance of bringing argument upon a doctrine you do not understand there are many people who would have been delivered but because they sat down under a preacher who believes in himself he's not been deceived took them away from the lights that would have blessed them the bible says they speak evil of the things that they do not understand There is a level of deception where you take people away from the truth in an attempt to save them. Just because you do not understand the relevance of that body of truth to the church. And there are many of us men of God who are victims of this. There are many believers who would not have been in the kind of spiritual situations that they are in except that they sat down under our tutelage and under our mentorship and we vented volumes of our ignorance to their minds that derailed them from the path they were already following to liberty. They followed us away from their breakthrough. Let's look at the second. Revelation chapter 12 and verse 9. Again, media, please help us very quickly. We're still looking at deception three verses here i found just to explain the different kinds of deception this is talking about the great dragon revelations 12 and the great dragon was cast out that old serpent called the devil and satan which deceived how many the whole world so satan part of the system of establishing his dominion upon the earth and upon every territory is deception he deceived the whole world the bible says he was cast into where he was cast into where oh earth there's a problem the deceiver that deceives the whole world was thrown out of heaven unfortunately he landed here what do you think will happen here on earth deception so he comes to eve and manipulates eve comes to adam and says adam come let me tell you something did god really say that a b c d and adam said well he said we may freely eat of the fruit Eve said this and that and that and then he said no there is something god is hiding from you god is hiding this i hope you know that satan never um, satan never wanted i used to think satan wanted to replace god no no Satan didn't want to replace God, he wanted to run a parallel government. I will be like, not I will be the most high. The God, continue your throne, sit there. I will also, s- I want to sit by your right hand. Now, you understand what happened to man. Satan wanted to sit. Let's, let's go. Since, since the word Eloha, Elohim it is plural, add me to the Godhead. That's what he wanted. I am I have done too much I hope you know I, I like oh dear I don't want to go into the pre-adamite dispensation but I hope you know when you begin to read Jeremiah chapter 4 I, I don't want to go there don't, don't, don't go there media um, for time's sake you, you realize that Satan was sent As a representative of the love of God to the then civilization and the then creation what Jesus represents to our civilization was what Lucifer the light bearer the custodian of the mysteries of the kingdom he was sent he didn't just deceive a third of the angels are you seeing how powerful his deception is a third of the angels that are in heaven where God is they fell for him talk more of you And then he deceived the kings of the earth and he was thrown down to ashes and the kings and the nations lamented. They say you have become like one of us. Jeremiah chapter 4 when you read. You who brought the nations. The Bible says he weakened the nation. That was his sin. It was not just pride. There was something he made that made the nations weak. And now he has become like one of us. And he raised up a lamentation. Then you begin to compare with other scriptures. That's what led to the darkness that was in Genesis chapter 1 and verse 2. The judgment that God declared upon that then civilization. Satan. The first occupant I told you of the garden of Eden was not Adam. It was Satan. That was in Eden, the garden of the Lord. So when Satan was watching God recreate the earth and then put men there. Satan said, okay, God finish and go. And let me come to the garden I'm used to. He knew where to find to find Eve. He never said Eve, where are you? It's God that said Adam, where are you? Satan always knows where to find them. I know where frail human beings can be found. Let me tell you. Every man, even from Adam, was born with the tendency to sin. In iniquity, Jeremiah said, "Did my mother?" He never said in sin remember it's iniquity that produces sin iniquity is a state of the heart the propensity to be vulnerable towards a thing that's why he said um, subdue replenish he used the word subdue in other words be careful there is a stranger I don't want to tell you his story but don't be surprised if you find out you are not alone in this garden and then Satan came you think he came to Eve one day no he had been coming Ah, Eve, So you are here today. said don't disturb me. God is coming in the cool of the day. Say, okay, let's talk, Eve. Satan's deception is so powerful. Remain small. You would have gotten Jesus. Read your Bible. <laughs> Satan for you. When Satan took Jesus up the mountain, he tempted it, him on three things that, re, that represent the dimensions for spiritual growth. The first dimension was your personal need. where the temptation started from Jesus you are hungry remember part of the supplies of the powers of heaven is to help you satisfy your personal need so Satan I mean Jesus don't watch stones like this where you are dying of hunger the power of God is able to turn stones into bread do it and Jesus said no and Satan found out okay I see you are so obsessed with your assignment you have left the realm of your individualism into kingdom next temptation Let's talk about the issues now that concern the agenda of God. Why route it the hard way? All the kings that are in these systems, I deceive them and place them there. They are my boys. Bow to me and let me just give you their hearts. Instead of routing through the cross and all this pain. Are you seeing Satan now? He left Jesus for a season. He said, I'm coming. Notice he never came directly to Jesus again. Satan for you. The next time we see Satan coming, he's coming to Peter. Remember, the goal is to Jesus. Then the next time we see him again, Judas. Then the next time in Jesus's weakness, he now comes and manipulates his mind. And Jesus for the first time says, Father, is it possible that you take this cup off me? And Jesus said, no, nevertheless, nevertheless, not my way. If Jesus prayed that prayer the father would have granted him yes because he always hears me Jesus said it at the grave of Lazarus I thank thee father because you always hear me I, ha- I had to pray this in open so that they will know I'm not my my open prayer is not an act of unbelief I'm saying it to minister to them I thank thee because you always hear me if Jesus stopped at that prayer the father would have said well cannot be a demon to usurp your will you have chosen to abort redemption so let it be and that would be it he still will be the word but there is no longer fruits of redemption he will still remain till today as the firstborn of the begotten but thank God he endured and he has now become not just the only begotten but the first begotten of the father we being the proceeds of that salvation the bible says that we have now been called into glory and virtue are we together deception the third way deception can happen ephesians 5 verse 6 god we have to run we have to run at least let's let's just stop somewhere here and then we'll pray let no man deceive you with what help me so the third instrument of deception is vain words you can use words That may look very spiritual expressions, theologies, spiritual communications that because they are deep and because they are voluminous in context and play around with your mind, they may be termed weighty just because of the nature of them. The Bible says, Let no man deceive you with vain words. So, who are the people that bring this kind of deception? Men. Satan uses men to bring vain words. Just because a thing is spiritual does not mean it is accurate. I can bring something and communicate what we call deep mysteries. And in the end of it, you are bamboozled by my theological dissertation. But there is no substance in it to bring you victory. We have to be careful. Let no man deceive you with vain words. For because of this cometh the wrath of God on the children of disobedience. The first level of satanic influence and hear me, brothers and sisters. For as long as you are in this earth, you stand a chance to be deceived. There must be a groundedness in the word that immunes you from deception. The cure for deception, among other things, is to be sound in the word. Are we together now? That the word of God is able to establish you. The Bible declares that I commend you to the word of his grace that is able to make you wise and then to give you an inheritance among them that are sanctified so the word of God is able to give us wisdom wisdom number two the second level of satanic influence is called manipulation and control manipulation and control the first realm the realm of deception thrives on the strength of your senses you may want to write that Satan plays around with your senses and the fact that you are human and that you process things through your five senses it becomes his advantage number two is manipulation and control this happens in the realm of the mind this is where strongholds are this is where all kinds of thoughts that are captive that keep men subject to the laws of Satan like we shared in Luke 22 give us Luke 22 and verse 31 this was the encounter that Jesus had with Peter remember Luke 22 the Lord said to Simon watch this Simon remember was a disciple of Jesus although they had not experienced salvation in as much as we know but the fact that they were in close touch with the Word of God alone should create some system of immunity yet satan penetrated all of that and came again through simon the chiefest of the apostles are we together he was forbidding jesus that jesus should not talk about death no, Jesus, don't talk about the cross and anything. And Jesus was like, oh, Simon, you love me so much. You are such a kind man. Jesus looked at him and said, no, this is not kindness. This is, this is the devil wants to use He's taking advantage. Now, watch this. Are you seeing how manipulation and control happens? It takes advantage of an attribute within you that may even be godly. And Satan can buy into it to become what you, if you have compassion, Satan can use compassion to deceive you if you have intelligence satan can use your intelligence and overthrow you here he takes advantage of peter's compassion peter thought he was being sympathetic to jesus jesus you've done too much don't talk about death i'm going to miss you what does a good leader do oh I, I you guys are all wicked people i'm talking of and none of you is crying peter come i love you in fact when i when, when as i'm going to heaven you will receive my mantle for being this compassionate hear what Jesus says Jesus looks at Peter with the tears running from his eyes and says get thee behind me this is Jesus why didn't he look at the ground get, no 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 he looks at Peter get thee behind me Simon Simon he said uh, Satan had desired to do what have you that he may sift you as wheat Next verse. But I have prayed for you. So, what is one of the secrets that can help you overcome demonic manipulation is the ministry of prayer. He said, Watch and pray that you do not fall into temptation. Because you can't judge it just by the seeing of the eye. You need to sustain an intelligence and a capacity to discern between good and evil. I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail not and when thou art converted he say use this same formula to strengthen your brethren that means intercede for them too because satan will come are you seeing why intercession is important in a church for the saints paul was praying that we we pray that that um, um, prayers and supplications be offered for those in government for this and that that we may live a peaceable and a quiet life if you don't pray Satan will sway people manipulation the realm of the mind now this is where it looks as though believers are possessed are we together because you see when you are I I don't want to go into deliverance proper now that that's for series 3 are we together? But you notice, even here in Koinonia, and even you know right now as I've been talking, you are seeing believers that you know love God, but in the pro- they themselves are shocked. All of a sudden, they start crying and talking things and saying things, and you look at them, and you say, ah, "But this person is a believer. Why is this person suddenly crying out and a spirit is leaving the person?" the physical manifestation of deliverance from whatever level looks the same it takes the eye of the spirit to know what is happening there so be careful so you don't blackmail believers and all of a sudden you see a mecca now standing and I touch his head and he's manifesting I say see see this guy this these, these are the snakes that are singing in, in koinonia no no that kind of talk is, is ignorance and arrogance and even stupidity sometimes don't blackmail believers just because of this, and again, we prophets and apostles, I think we must be warned in Jesus' name because we are the ones who advocate this confusion. just because you look and see a snake, you just stand up and the guy now gets up and is angry. he knows he's not a snake, he knows he's not a fool, he loves God with all his heart, he is surprised that he was manifesting and he's ashamed and he He goes back stigmatized by others who felt they didn't fall, so that means they are sound, not knowing the acuteness of the problem that is sitting on your head. Are we together? God bless you. So, the realm of the mind, manipulation, and control this is where Satan sways our thoughts. It is manipulation and control is so powerful, it will shock you to know that the greatest victims of this realm are believers, not unbelievers. Unbelievers are so flexible, the sincerity of their heart doesn't even it allows them to find truth. It is believers that are quick to look at men of God. Apostle Joshua Selman, how can a young man like that have crowd? Be careful, Lord. We are in the end times, and you will think you are being sincere. Are we together now manipulation it is the devil that uses that realm to make somebody you love so much he now uses his face to you in a dream watch this somebody that loves you and is praying for you maybe your mother now appears and you go and say apostle prophet i saw my mother with a knife and he said i've been telling you for ages your mother is a witch and all of a sudden you carry acts and straight to your village and your mother say oh my dad so don't darling me anything so you are the one behind my pain manipulation both the counselor and the counselee, both of them are under the siege of manipulation and control are we together now very important Satan can manipulate you the moment he sees that you are getting you are praying over a challenge in your life, and he has seen that you have dedicated time to seek the Lord, he withdraws that challenge temporarily so that you will stop praying. You will take you will take the withdrawal to be victory established. Then you will now say because he knows that you never seek God until there is trouble. So the moment there is a challenge and you set yourself to seek the Lord, you will see a temporary victory. And he said, Ah, that's it. The dream has stopped. And so you continue in that low level and think you are safe. Whereas he's waiting for a time where you go so down that he can strike you in a way that will matter. Is God giving us intelligence tonight? Manipulation. Do you know, brothers and sisters, I look at my own life. Let me be honest with you. I look at my own life. I look at my background. And brothers and sisters, I'm shocked at how well meaning my life was. And how Satan prevailed over my mind with doctrines with theories with all kinds of things it's amazing sometimes I sit down and I listen to men of God sometimes I attend conferences and I see people and I see very well-meaning believers but I am afraid sometimes even very anointed I am surprised at how they are victims to the siege of manipulations the very context of their doctrine will tell you that they are under manipulation there are all kinds of manipulations if i get up today for instance as a man of god and i believe that every other church and every other ministry in zaria is wasting god's time except me that state is already a sign of progress in an attack are you getting what i'm saying if i believe that i'm the most anointed man of god in zaria and that every other person especially our fathers our reverence here and there they are just talkatives wasting god's time the fact that i could accept that imagination Why do the hidden rage and the people imagine a vain thing that I could conceive that vanity and agree in my heart and convince myself that that is the state that I'm a victim of manipulation and control? Are you getting what I'm saying now? Dishonor to the body is a product of this kind of attack. Dishonor to constituted authority. We are all men of God. There's nothing you have that I don't have. Is a sign of this level of attack. Listen very carefully. The pride that comes with the result of spirituality is a product of this. You will not know. Oh, I come and I say, Look, I've, I've fasted for 40 days, Mr. Man. How long do you fast? He said, Well, I managed to do two like <laughs> love. This guy, this guy still I pray that God will bring you up. Oh, I'm going to go and pray. And you think that just because you did that is a show of spirituality, it could be. That the devil is already wasting such an energetic spiritual process that should bless you. But it's been corrupted by allowing him to prevail over your mind. Then on the other hand, you see people praying and fasting. And you look at them and say, look, all you guys need. You see, you see wisdom is profitable to direct. This prayer, prayer is all nonsense. You are just praying stupid. That state too is another version of manipulation. Are you getting the point now? The fact that you use financial prosperity only as the chief proof of the word of God working for you is big deception. I'm repeating this thing again. I believe in prosperity. We've taught a lot on success systems. But learn this. I think the church of the Lord Jesus Christ needs to be weaned away from the deception that prosperity alone is proof that things are going on well in your life in terms of financial abundance no remember that the harlot upon the horse that mystery babylon can enrich the kings of the earth she's a merchant she can make men rich so just because i'm adding spiritual value to you and you sow into my life and then you come and see me taking tea and bread you can mistaken the availability of a lot of tea and bread to mean that just because i have tea and bread my life is all right it's impossible for me to be under any kind of siege and i myself can be deceived because the moment i want to think about my life and alert comes one million that means this thing is in place if it was not in place i mean where did the devil stop it from the bank let's be very careful A man's life does not constitute in the abundance of what he has. I'm not against abundance now. I hate poverty. We all do as a ministry. Are we together? But at the same time, we must be careful. There are many people whose lives are not all right, Just because they have a lot of money, they just turn and look at other poor. It's easy for a poor man to believe he's oppressed. Even if he's free, he will not agree. Because the whiplash of the... Uh, what it, the economic tide that is swaying him left and right even when he has been delivered there is still something that is obvious and real and truthful when someone does not eat it's easy, that's why sociologists will tell us that religion is the opium of the masses it's a system to motivate masses to keep them in bondage are we together? manipulation and control number three find somewhere to stop here tonight is complete possession that means complete possession of your spirit your soul, your body the entirety of your tripartite nature can come under the subjection of darkness, this is called possession The bible shows us people who were under that kind of thing mark chapter 5 the madman in gadara do you know why he was a madman in fact he was not even a madman we only called him mad simply because of the context of our civilization the goal of the demons was not to make him mad they were just too many in one person and so his activity looked like that of somebody who is insane the goal was not insanity How could you have a legion of demons and be all right based on men's context of civilization? Imagine the war. This one is saying, cut this stone. And so he just remained. And notice how restful he was. The Bible says he will sit down in a cave quietly. They came over onto the other side of the sea, into the country of the gatherings. It's a long reading. We'll find somewhere to stop. Verse 2. Let's continue. And when he was come out of the ship, listen carefully, immediately they met out of the tombs a man with what? You see that was not a madman. It was just a man with too many unclean spirits. A man with an unclean spirit. Verse 3. Who had his dwellings among the tombs, and no man could bind him. No, not with chains. A man with flesh and blood, yet metallic chains could not hold him because that he had often bound with fetters and chains and the chains had been plucked asunder by him and the fetters broken in pieces neither could any man tame him verse 5 okay and always night and day he was in the mountains and in the tombs crying and cutting himself with stones. six but when he saw Jesus afar off he ran and worshipped him now You will think that worship is homage. No. This is Satan at work. Deception. uh, Let me tell you this. When Satan knows you will overpower him, his next assignment becomes to agree with you so that he will conquer you. Remember in the book of Acts. These are the holy men of God. They have come to preach the glad tidings of the kingdom so that the day Paul goes will say, since we can't see Paul, we know that you are allies in ministry and the deception will continue. Be careful when the devil starts fraternizing with you. It's a sign to allow that comfort to keep you there so that you will be struck eventually. But when he saw Jesus, he ran and worshipped him. Verse 6. And he cried out with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou son of the most high God? I adjure thee by God. Satan speaking through a man I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not 8 oh dear I'm sorry Mark is not giving us the context I'm looking for anyway we'll read to verse 9 and just stop there one of the synoptics that talks about the legions I thought that was where it would lead us for he said unto him come out of the man thou unclean spirit Mark gave us an epistle of one spirit but we know I think um, ah okay Mark leaves it there too and he asks him what is thy name identify yourself now there has been a debate about this I, don't, I will talk about it next week talking to demons talking back to you we'll address it don't worry trust me my name is Joshua Selman justice will be done adequately are we together now and he asked him what is thy name and he answered saying My name is, is that a name? My name is what? Legion. Suddenly, he now changes from I to we. We are many. Don't be deceived that only one person is speaking. We are many. Multiple spirits can exist within the same entity. Strange. So your human spirit is not the only one that can be in you. Another spirit, many spirits, legions. We are many, verse 10. And he besought him much that he would not send them away from the country. This is another discussion. How can demons beg and say, okay, apostle, cast us out of here, but let's not go outside of new extension. We have been in new extension for a long time. Look at the level of organization that the demonic kingdom have. They know that there is jurisdiction of their influence. And saying if you take us out of that jurisdiction there is no basis for dominion so leave us within our prescribed territory we will leave the individual you are interested in but leave the territory this is a message that many of us need to learn so it can leave you but it's still around you waiting for a moment when you will grant access again Jesus is the one teaching that when a demon leaves a man so demons can leave men let it not surprise you that demons leave men the bible says it goes through arid regions and not finding any place of habitation it will tell itself i will return back to my house you are born again he's still calling you his house you see how tenacious satan is my house and he comes and finds it swept clean but empty then it doesn't enter alone it gathers seven greater than itself look at that system of coordination seven greater than itself and returns and they comfortably stay in you so that the end of that man is even worse don't miss the next part three of this I will be teaching you why many supposed deliverance is incomplete and I'll be teaching you the imbalance of forever continuous deliverance why is it that you keep casting out the same demon forever you know because this is i'm already going ahead of myself i want to solve that problem there are many well-meaning believers who teach that deliverance is an ongoing continuous and forever process in a way they are right and in a way they are wrong when i teach you the dimensions of deliverance We will see what deliverance is ongoing and what deliverance is wrong. The deliverance of transformation, because there is a dimension of deliverance called transformation. It is an ongoing process. Christ being the standard and the reference. So in that way, it is correct. But deliverance like a continual exorcism, casting away of spirit beings, the fact that they continue finding expression, Is a sign that what that person needs is not just to cast the demons away. Are you getting me now? All of that we're going to deal with next week. We have to find a place to tie it today. Levels of satanic influence. Number one, deception. We're just doing a recap. Number two, manipulation and control. Number three, complete possession. Look up, please. Of all these three levels, the only one that the saints are by the default state of redemption immune from are we together is complete possession because he that is joined to christ according to the authority of scripture is one spirit not two spirits living in one the same way a husband and a wife have become are we together now you have become one is a sharing together to understand that concept, you have to understand an old Jewish practice called salt covenant. Uh, the salt covenant was a way of binding um, union between two people or two neighboring countries, and they would use salt. Are we together? You would bring your salt, I will bring my salt, and we'll pour it together in a vessel and mix it. The condition for us to close that covenant is if everyone can pick his own salt out are we together so our redemption is in the similitude of that kind complete possession by the authority of scripture I do not believe that a believer can be completely possessed spirit soul and body although we generally call it possession simply because of the character of the manifestation are you getting where the error comes from now? So like I said, if I pray, we're going to start praying shortly and many of you, even as you are listening to me now, will find out that you start manifesting. And sometimes in the manifestation, you will say things and do things that many times can look like you are possessed. Are we together? And if you do not discern with understanding you may even deceive yourself to think you are possessed I've seen many people join the line after koinonia and then they ask me apostle am I a witch I said what is the meaning of that He said, please I'm tired of everybody around saying I'm a witch even a witch listen carefully even a witch is not entirely possessed hmm. you see that
0: that thing we call witch
1: and wizards There are spirit entities that are not human. Listen very carefully. I hope you know that human beings are not the only species of beings on earth. We know that, right? That there are other species. Make reference to my message. The, the seed, I think the seed and the woman also so are seven days prayer and fasting. I did a little teaching on that. That there are human beings on earth that are not pure humans salvation is not for them they cannot access the redemptive work of Jesus otherwise probably the angels would have repented salvation is not for angels salvation is not for any other beings in fact in fact listen very carefully the scope of salvation starts as, as far as the authority of scripture reveals to us starts from the Adam the man originated our human civilization if you were before adam there was another system are we together it was not redemption through the blood of the eternal son of god because when according to apostle peter when jesus went to hell the ones he preached to were not those who were at the pre-adamites we know that by those who resurrected with him are we together now the bible says prophets of old that resurrected and walked the streets of jerusalem then having ascended to the Father as the firstborn of the begotten to finish the substitutionary sacrifice there, the atonement, he now came and they all went together. Are we together now? So we know that it is true that that uh, Apostle Peter lets us know that Jesus preached the gospel to the departed saints in hell there because they were partakers. But if you were not of Adam, that's why Jesus is called the second Adam so it starts from there there are other beings on earth that cannot be partakers of salvation but they are on earth Satan has fraternized with them and he's still using them are you getting what I am saying now so you can find some of these entities the fact that they are not of this earth does not mean that they cannot find expression in materials, bo- material bodies and then you will also see them manifest in material bodies I am not talking of entering a human being they themselves as an entity sustaining a body that is material but it's not a human being those are the kinds that we that's the classic proof of wizardry are we together now It's not just an individual who has been possessed there is a dimension of that but there are beings on earth that you see they are humanoid in their context but they are not human beings they are not progenitors from from Adam salvation they can't receive salvation it is this kind that the bible says spare not a witch to leave <sighs> you will be blessed with a lot of balance um there's something I, I want to reserve it till part three because as i just said that many of you now are afraid okay so if they don't leave you are trying to say they die so what does that mean because many of you have seen ministries uh, respectfully, great ministries like Mountain of Fire and all of that, sometimes you see them say, die. And then you're now saying, so what is it? And men of God have laughed in sarcasm to mean spirits don't die. We will find out how spirits die because spirits die. (laughs) Hmm. Ah. Jesus the greatest strength of satan the one factor that makes satan look powerful over lives is one word the flesh write it down the flesh next or next week or whenever is the next time we will take it we'll start from there the flesh i have to stop now no matter what level of deliverance you go through Every other agency of demonic activity is dependent on the strength of the flesh to walk. Meaning you are truly not free when you are still alive to the flesh. Are we together? Now this is where the burden of laborious continual deliverance in, in futility comes from and attempts to continue to cast out spirits cast out spirits cast out spirits and then the saints or the individuals that are now delivered continue to remain and dwell in the domain of the flesh let me tell you when you dwell in the domain of the flesh you will get to a point where the spirits on their own can go without being casted out and come because the gateway a stronghold has been created by your affinity to the flesh and that's why sometimes they mock we men of God before you say in Jesus' name, they have gone, and the person is happy. I say, uh-huh. To mean you are powerful, and he's waiting, he knows. So, people continue receiving temporary results, temporary breakthrough, temporary deliverance, temporary this. But there is a way that God can grant us grace to establish victory once and for all. That you win today and win tomorrow. You stand strong today and stand strong tomorrow. Then you now will not be the person in need of deliverance. You will carry this dimension because you will now you will know you are delivered because you are a possessor. It remains with you. Are we together? So now you can turn to others and begin to communicate the dimension of the life and the power that God has brought to you. Are we blessed? Rise up on your feet. Rise up please.
0: You rain, you rain Hallow.
1: we are going to pray just two prayer points i like you to lift up your voice and declare that in the name of jesus i'm walking in the experience of the victory the victory that the blood of jesus the victory that the blood of jesus the victory that the death of jesus the victory of his triumphant resurrection lift your voice and declare never will it become a prophetic reality it is becoming my experience victory over generational curses victory over yokes and bondages Lord, I declare, Lord, I declare, complete victory over the
0: works
1: of man. I know that I've not I've not taught it the next time we're doing deliverance and I'll be teaching you on all of the elements but one of the mysteries that produce true deliverance is the mystery of the blood Are we together It's one of the three witnesses the Bible says and there are three witnesses that bear three that bear witness in heaven the Father the Word and the Spirit it says that there are three witnesses. This is where the problem is the earth. It says the spirit, the water, and the blood. Are we together? The Bible guarantees us that the blood of Jesus speaketh. The blood of Jesus speaketh. That means you can cause the blood to advocate. The blood of Jesus is an advocate. There is the advocacy ministry of the blood. The same way Cain killed Abel, Abel, the man, had died, but Abel, the blood, was speaking. And he cried, and God Himself had to say, No, something is happening. Although the man had died, but the blood is still speaking. I'd like you to engage the blood and say, In the name of Jesus, I declare that I'm a partaker of the ministry of the blood. I invoke the advocacy of the blood. Open your mouth and speak. Open your mouth and speak. Over every pattern. Over every curse. Over every yoke. And when I see the blood. I will pass over. And when I see the blood, I will pass over. And when I see the blood, I will pass over. And when I see the blood upon your life, upon your family, when I see the blood upon every ordinance against you, I will pass over. When I see the blood upon the pronouncements in your family, I will pass over. The voice and invoke the blood we declare that the blood speaks we declare the mystery of God's mercy the blood speaks we declare the priesthood of Jesus that is after the order of Melchizedek higher than the Aaronic priesthood Than the priesthood of Noah, we declare the name of Jesus. The blood speaks, the blood speaks over the ordinance of our fathers. The blood speaks. Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Help that lady, please. The Bible says, Listen carefully. Just help those under the anointing. Something is happening here. The Bible says we have been called out of every tribe, out of every tongue. Remember, I'll be sharing with you. Every other power on earth cannot walk without the sun. The sun and the moon are the two elements that power every activity that happens on the earth. That's why the psalmist said the sun shall not smite you. The sun does not smite in itself, but I can take advantage of the sun. Every activity demonically on earth, without the, when there was darkness upon the earth, there was no demonic activity. Until light returned, then Satan now returned with his activity too. When there was, all through the period of darkness, the only entity we see is the spirit of God. We never hear of any demon jumping the moment the sun was withdrawn and the moon was withdrawn so the psalmist said the sun shall not smite thee by day nor the moon by night witchcraft thrives only with the sun that's why Jesus himself is called the Son of righteousness that can arise with healing thou shall not be he said the sun shall not smite you that means for as long as there is sun and there is moon I can do something on earth that will tap the power of the sun to fight you that will tap the power of the sun to smear you away watch this, hold on Joseph goes to bed and has a dream and here is his dream I saw the sun I saw the moon And I saw 11 stars. Remember, all of them are lights. They are just different kinds of light, Bowing to me. When Jacob had this, Jacob said, So, me, Jacob called himself the sun. So, I will bow. And my wife, who gets her glory from me, like the moon from the sun. And then your brothers, who are also stars, will bow to you. Jacob was worried the sun bowing the sun can bow the moon can bow even the stars that have been sent to signify times and seasons can bow what is this power that can make the sun bow by next week i'll share with you how god delivered me you know i've been telling you what i went through but i've not shared with you how i came out this is what i want to share with you guys let me tell you, you don't know victory till you understand the mysteries of the spirit. You will smash the gates of darkness. He said he has broken the gates of brass and cut the bars of iron in sunder. That you will walk through the enemy's camp and take your possession and lift it like this and turn to Satan and say I dare you I will show you a man who made the sun and the moon to obey him. I'm happy his name is called Joshua. (laughs) Watch this. Watch this. Every time God wanted to bring redemption to men, he didn't just bless them. He did something to the sun and the moon to realign them to their advantage. Hezekiah was about to die and when God turned his life he said as a sign I will do something to the sun and move it a particular degree so that the power that would have killed you that has shifted the sun to that degree to allow it kill you will no longer be able to touch you Joshua looked at the sun and said Jericho it's not an ordinary city they are fortified because they have done something even with the Sun and the moon and he said son there is war about to be fought and because of that stand still it's not just because of light son stand still hold your peace and all of a sudden Jericho suddenly became afraid the diviners in Jericho said this thing is not working again. They said what happened? They said someone has done something to the sun. Jericho was closed and they were afraid. The the nation of Israel were not fighting. The the Bible said they were closed. None went out. None entered. They said we're in trouble. The sun and the moon. You will see why do all kinds of things and drop a mirror on the ground. And use a sun, and all the sun, and make stupid enchantments, and we laugh and say, "Oh, it doesn't matter." And all of a sudden, you will now see why the sun is categorized evil according to what the sun does. And the night, there are arrows that fly only by day. The what empowers them is the sun. There is the destruction that wasted in noonday. Once it is 12 on the dot, that destruction can start. Please be interested in what I'm sharing. Because this ministry that you enjoy is standing on the wings of these mysteries. There is what can subdue causes yes it is the blood of Jesus yes it is all of this but the dynamics of that operation brothers and sisters the powers that hold Africa are powerful don't trivialize it Jesus is above all I don't in any way demean the power of God if I did I will not be standing here if I did this koinonia I will not be standing here if I'm faking what I tell you I will not open my mouth to declare this because that means I won't be able to sleep these nights too Who can stand against the law? No one can. No one. Make sure we are still on that exercise of night prayers. I know some of you have not been doing it, don't do it as a ritual. But I want you to receive grace to do it with understanding. Forget about what happens, just do what I ask you to do. It doesn't matter whether, even if you are praying and a demon appears, don't worry. You are about to see a dimension of the wisdom and the power of God. Conquer the realm of the flesh. Are we together? we are going to, I want to pray for you right now please just help anyone under the anointing just two minutes and then we are done in the name of Jesus Christ I decree and declare by the power of the Holy Spirit my God I'm seeing a sword right now I declare every hold of darkness even in this series help them, Jesus, look at what is happening there in the name of Jesus, you know my voice. I was once your victim, but tonight has come as one who has been given the keys of David by the messes of God. I declare right now, in the name of Jesus, everyone here under the sound of my voice who is under any kind of siege, right now be free in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Be free in the name of Jesus be free in the name of Jesus be free in the name of Jesus every family under any kind of siege that is mocking your Christian integrity and making God's word look like a lie. In the name of Jesus, fire, I'm seeing fire. That's what I'm seeing from heaven. I'm praying for you in the spirit in the name of Jesus I caused the plague of witchcraft I caused the plague of witchcraft in the name of Jesus every voice speaking against everyone's destiny The Bible says blotting out every handwriting and every ordinance that spoke against us. The Bible says he nailed it to the cross. I declare and I decree by the substitutionary sacrifice of the eternal begotten of the Father. I cause every power that is not of God in the name of Jesus Christ. I reverse any ordinance in the spirit over every individual, over every family, I command a reversal now in the name of Jesus. And the sons of Jacob shall possess their possession. Let me pray for you everything that must enter your hand, the open doors that the blood of Christ release. Help them, please. Everything you have seen in the realm of the Spirit, God has shown you dreams that you are a possessor. God has shown you dreams. Your children, your breakthrough, your lifting, your speed, your job, your marriage. Shamas In the name of Jesus, I release it to your hands now. Become a possessor i release it to your hands now become a possessor. and i pray for you the bible says when you catch a thief he won't just restore what he stole because he has wasted your time by stealing can i speak restoration let me tell you there are many of us who have lost things some you have lost time, Joshua said, Son, go back, move, go back. I prophesy to you in the name of the Lord Jesus. I prophesy as one sent in the name that is above all names. Everything the devil took away from you, I command a restoration now. I command a restoration now. Whatever you have lost in time, I speak to you. Between today and Friday coming, I pray that someone will have the faith to believe this prayer. May my God, the God of Jeshurun, arise and surprise you. Arise and surprise you. We call him Ebenezer, the helper of Israel. God, arise. Oh, God, arise. hallelujah the bible says the rod of the wicked will not rest upon the lot of the righteous do you know why? because when that pressure comes upon the righteous the pressure will make them dip their hands in iniquity I will share with you a mystery it was the delay of the coming of the bridegroom that made the oil of five of the virgins to finish. If the bridegroom came early, all ten would be alive. They all started alive, but when there was delay, five started going down. We have to end. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, we bless you. We bless you for the spirit of revelation. We bless you for the abundance of what you are doing in our midst, even in this season. Lord Jesus we pray for tomorrow In the name of Jesus we thank you for our doctors We thank you for that which we are doing by your grace for this community Lord we pray for the worship concert on Sunday Let it be such an avalanche of your glory May your glory visibly rest upon us We pray for the worship team As they lead us in worship, oh God, anoint them in a supernatural way. We decree and declare that you will be glorified. As we lift up the sounds of worship right from Zaria to the nations of the earth, we pray, oh God, that a shofar will also sound in the spirit, that will bring liberation, will bring healings, will bring signs and wonders. We give you all the glory in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Let me make the altar call very quickly. Please keep standing. You heard me say, the only way to be free from possession is when your spirit is joined to the spirit of the Christ. The Bible says, and whoever does not have the spirit is none of his. There are people here, you probably are following online, you are here in the main auditorium, you may be a visitor, Overflow 1, Overflow 2, Overflow 3 and by the roadside, wherever, I want to give you an opportunity, we are not playing games, this is very, there are people here saying, Apostle, I love the things of God but I've never formally handed my life over, are saying, I lead the saints um, in this prayer, God bless you, you are here, make your way to the front, let's appreciate them as they come. Some of you, it is your coming that will culminate to the salvation of your family members. Don't take it for granted. You are not just coming for yourself alone. Your redemption is the redemption of your family. He said, as for me and my house, it has to be me first before my house. It can't be my house before me. God bless you. Koinonia, celebrate them as they come. Jesus is drawing many to the fold. Thank you, Jesus tonight win that war in your hearts there's nothing to be ashamed of he said ye must be born again it's not just a religious initiation into a church into a whatever it is no it is the foundation for a solid work with god someone may be thinking about it and say apostle i'm not sure i'm bad i don't do anything bad as as much as i know i'm just not sure I've handed my life to Jesus join them join them when the Titanic sank there were only two names those who were saved and lost if you were not sure you were saved you were lost as simple as that there's no hanging around the fence you are either fully completely and consciously in Christ or you are outside of Christ is there someone saying I'm in this category I want to join them make your way very quickly and join them as I lead them in this prayer there's anyone please join them very quickly thank you brothers and sisters for this noble decision lift your right hand and I want you to say this after me convincingly let this be from the depth of your heart you're not just reciting a poem after a man of God let it be from the depth of your heart Jesus is in this place say after me Lord Jesus say it again Lord Jesus I believe in you that you are the son of God tonight I have heard your word And I declare that Jesus is my Savior, that Jesus is my Lord, now and forever. I receive eternal life. I receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. And I declare that I reign in life. I declare that I'm a child of God and I begin to walk in victory. Amen. God bless you. Jesus thank you for these precious brothers and sisters in here online and at the overflow outside I declare that you receive these ones and that they receive of the gift of your spirit and I pray that beginning from today they are declared the righteousness of God and they begin to walk in the full expression of all that redemption has made available we give you all the things I declare your sins forgiven I declare the power of the flesh, the power of Satan in the name of Jesus broken over your life. I set you free and I declare that you begin to walk in victory. In Jesus name I pray. Amen. A big congratulations to you. Please follow the gentleman waving his hands. All of you in concert, follow the gentleman waving your hands and there will be a group of people.